Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Tov, good morning to those who are joining on Zoom uh, and to those who might be joining on Facebook, on the Beth Am page or my personal page. It's time for a Friday morning meditation for us to retreat and treat ourselves to some moments that are uh, mostly unintruded upon by almost anything else. As we discussed many times when we talk about meditation here, there's an aspect of meditation which is emptying your mind. So it's just the contours of your of your own spirit that are filling you up. And there are parts of meditation that are filling your mind with very specific things, with a sense of intentionality, so that when you emerge from the other side of the meditation, there's some movement that you've done in your soul. Uh, not so different from prayer, although this is not specifically a prayer experience. And so much of it has to do with how we position our bodies and how we position our spirits and our and our souls. So I'm going to invite you all to close your eyes. Start settling into your body. Start descending into a place of knowing your body, recognizing the aspects of it that you haven't paid attention to recently. And letting your mind wander even to the places in your body that are sources of pain right now. There are always aches and pains. Some of those aches and pains can be healed with medicine, some with stretching, some by a professional. Sometimes we can bring even a little bit of relief just with the power of our mind to go to a sore spot and direct our own energy there almost watching it release some of its tension, releasing some of the pain. And try to enter a very intentional stillness, a stillness which is not sleep or slumber, but as little movement as possible, almost as if you're holding a yoga pose. This is where yoga informs meditation and meditation informs yoga. Meditation informs yoga because each of those positions is an opportunity to meditate through your body. 
just holding the moment for whatever comes to it. And yoga informs meditation because we're not changing positions. We can consider this entire position, this entire sitting, its own asana, its own yoga stance. With our muscles aware and proactively holding this position rather than simply slouching into it. Engage your core to help support your back. And be aware even of the micro muscles that are holding the position of your hands and your leg, that are holding tension in your forehead and around your eyes. See if you can release them. Envision what you look like though your eyes are closed and you're not looking in the mirror. And imagine trying to hold the position that you're in with as little movement as possible, which might allow and give space for movement of your mind, allowing thoughts to come in and then being released. as if your mind is simply a way station. You cannot control, for the most part, the next thought or image in your mind, but you can open the door on the other side and let them flow through you rather than claim you and define you. We are living and meditating this week within Parshat Ba'etchanan, the Parsha name for when Moses remembers having pleaded with God to let him into the land of Israel despite his punishment. Be'er means, and I pleaded, I begged. And two very different streams of thought emerge in medieval rabbinic thought about what the context was. Some, like Rashi, believe that Moshe pleaded even though he had no merits, he had no case. Like we say in Avinu Malkenu, Ki ein banu masim, we're not deserving of this grace we're asking for, but we're asking anyway. Moshe knew he had no coins in the bank, but just entreated God's sense of mercy. 
others believe that Moshe pleaded in this moment because he felt he had earned the right to. He had just recently exhorted the Israelites to draw closer to God. He had invested in the relationship between God and Israel. He was holding a ticket, therefore, and he pleaded. You owe me, God, is how some read by Khanan. Whereas Rashi again says, even though you owe me nothing, I'm going to ask. Place yourself either in the position of God or the position of Moshe and see yourself toggling back and forth between the two options. If you're Moshe, observe yourself in a position that is relevant to your current circumstances. But you're asking for something that you deserve, that you've earned, that you've worked for. What does it feel like to have to beg for something which you believe is coming to you? And toggle between that and watching yourself asking, even though you don't deserve. Sometimes we just want an unearned treat. If you're God in your mind, just as a character almost in the scene, rather than actually thinking of yourself as a divinity, imagine who's coming to you for requests. Who is asking? Who is begging? Who's coming to you because they deserve your attention, your beneficence? What does it feel like to bestow to someone attention or a gift that they've really earned? And who is coming to you with no merits, with nothing resting on your compassion and loving kindness. What does it feel to bestow goodness in that situation? Not because they've earned it, but because you can. Let your mind dance around these four quadrants of Va'edchanan, you as Moshe, you as God, Asking and pleading for no strong reason or a request coming because it's been earned. And perhaps begin to think about how this meditative moment might inform your stance and your reaction 
the next time or the next few times you're in one of those four quadrants, being in a position to give, to offer, to bestow, being in a position to ask, to request, to plead. Breathe into that for a few moments as we come towards the end of this meditative trance. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. Start coming back to this, this place. And I'll share the closing prayer that we'll say together three times. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. And I say to you all, Shalom, and Namaste, and Shabbat Shalom, and I hope to see you soon. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.